Welcome to the Sex Travel Sports Food Podcast with your host, Cousin Cornbread, on A-N-D-S Radio. That's ain't no damn station radio. We're delivering this straight to your earphones, your car speakers, and sound bars on that Wi-Fi, hotspots, Ethernet, T1 lines, shared data plans, or however you get on the internet. And we about to go ahead and get this commentary in and solve life's problems. Y'all ready? Set. Go. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's cornbread. What's going on, folks? This is your favorite cousin, Cousin Cornbread, your host for the Sex Travel Sports Food Podcast. And I appreciate everybody that's coming back. And if this is your first time, welcome, 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 motherfuckers. Yeah. I appreciate y'all, man. This is episode number 20. Of the Sex Travel Sports Food Podcast with your favorite cousin, cousin Cornbread. You know what I'm saying? And uh real quick, we'll be gonna cover this episode, man. I'm gonna keep it on the on the on the general uh schedule, on a general format where I cover one topic or one thing in each oh yeah, I can say that right. I cover something in each one of the topics, each one of the four topics. Sex, travel, sports, and food, okay. And a lot of people have been asking me, why you name the podcast Sex, Travel, Sports, Food? Okay, so I covered it in the, in the earlier episodes, and this is episode number 20. So if you have, if you didn't listen to the early episodes, uh, basically it's real simple. I feel that these four things, sex, travel, sports, and food, are the most vital things to life. <laughs> like, in order for you to have a fulfilled awesome life these four things need to be in order you know what i'm saying a lot of a lot of the ladies they will take out sports every time i talk to a lady about it they say oh well i don't need the sports but the other three i agree with you know that's fine you know this this is about what i felt was the most important you know what i'm talking about so that's why it's called sex travel sports food because those are the four things that matter for real if those things ain't in order your life is in disarray the end. <laughs> so look, man, on this episode number 20, we're going to be talking about, uh, in sex, we're going to talk about anal sex, okay? Because I've been seeing a lot of stuff about this anal, about anal sex lately for some reason. And I just want to cover that real quick. Um, in travel, we're going to talk about Bali, Indonesia. That's been a very hot va- uh, vacation spot lately. On the gram, on Facebook, like seems like all the group trips now are going to Bali. Everybody's stunting in Bali. All the travel influencers are in Bali right now in, in Indonesia. Okay, uh, sports. We're going to talk about Tiger Woods. Okay, and his uh, he finally won after five years, a five year drought. We're going to cover that, and in food, we're going to be talking about. Uh, group dinners, okay? Like when you go out to a restaurant or wherever, or even if it's catered or whatever, but just not even catered. Let me take that back. Not catered. If you go out to a restaurant, we're going to talk about how people deal with that and my two pet peeves about going out to eat dinner at restaurants with people for their birthday or 
like a work after work events and team building and all that shit. We're going to talk about that too. So that'll be about with the food, the group dinners and my irritation with that. And people trying to talk about they cook from scratch all the time. All right. So anyway, <laughs> we got uh, I don't have any guests this week. So if, you, if you're a regular listener and love my past guests and are looking for me to bring them back, they'll be back. You know, I'll have guests in the future, but this is not going to be an episode uh, with a guest. I know you guys are sad because you, you don't find me entertaining by myself anymore. <laughs> but we don't have no guests this week, motherfucker. Okay? Y'all just got your, you just got your favorite cousin. You know, sometimes, you know, it's just like that, you know. You get stuck in the car or whatever on a long drive and you, know, you got to talk to your favorite cousin. <laughs> or whatever. You get you don't get a ta- you don't get a seat at the big table at Thanksgiving. So now you over here with the cousin, you know what I'm talking about. But he the cool cousin. <laughs> anyway, man, uh I do want to do some 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 shout outs for real, man. Some shout outs for some supporters that I have. And uh because I really appreciate that, man. Um uh, if you listen to the last episode, you heard me talk about people being able to support the show. Uh, if you go on the on my website, CousinCornbread.com, or if you go on the podcast website, SexTravelSportsFood.com, uh, to listen to the podcast, and then you'll see, you know, in those, in the episodes, there's a button on there that says you can support, you know, by donating a monthly or providing a monthly donation to the show. You know what I'm saying? To keep keep the show pumping and uh i got a new i got a uh, got a couple of new folks and i want to shout out uh terrence in california who who left me a whole voicemail supporting the show uh and dropping a whole bunch of you know great motivational things you know about how he liked the show and all that good stuff and he dropped some money off for me so i appreciate that support Shout out to my man Terrence in California. He ain't say where in California, but he said California. So, you know, West Side, you know, thug life. I don't know. Hope, hope, maybe, maybe he probably ain't a thug. I don't, he ain't sound like a thug. So maybe not. Anyway. Uh, and then special shout out to my new play cousin, Miss Frida, who's an avid listener of the show. She a big supporter. She shares a lot of my posts, all that good stuff. And I appreciate her. And, um, she actually enjoyed the show so much and, you know, all my antics on here and on the gram and Facebook and all that. And she had me come out to host her end of the summer event. It was a big event uh, out in Woodbridge, VA. Um, we had a great time out there, man. And I was the host slash MC, had a DJ out there and everything. It was good. We had a whole bunch of games and line dancing and eat some great barbecue they had a whole bunch of fish. They was frying all the fish from out the, I don't even, from out the Chesapeake Bay. I don't know where they got all that fish from. <laughs> and uh, Caribbean food, all kinds of stuff was out there, man. <clears throat> and uh, let me try to tell y'all something, man. We, we played a game of bingo that was ver- that was highly competitive, all right? Uh, people were making up their own rules, re- and they were basically revealing that they can't count. <laughs> Pass the, the the numbers on their fingers. Okay, we had people yelling out bingo and 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 messing up the thing. You know, I put what I did is I made one of the games. You know, we did three rounds, right? So I made one of the rounds. You know, in order for you to win, your board had to show an X. So that makes it harder. It's a longer round, and you know, you got to show an X on your board with the numbers. And y'all's mans. <laughs> 
<laughs> Somebody came up there, you know, who clearly, you know, he was a little special needs or something, I guess. I don't know. Not in real life, but based on his board he was, okay? Um, he came up there with a Z. And I don't, I don't, I said X, dog, X, not Z. He came up there with a whole Z too loud, shut the whole game down. You know, we thought we had a winner. I was about to give him the money because it was for money, right? So, it was, you know, it wasn't just a little friendly bingo game. It was serious, right? So, he um, he came up there with a Z, and I told him, sat your ass down. <laughs> please, sir, please, please sit your ass down because that's a Z, and I asked for an X, okay? Sheesh. Then we also had uh, very competitive musical chairs. <laughs> I saw some crazy shit on this musical chairs, right? Like, it was like some NFL game day highlight hits trying to get to these open chairs. And it was mostly ladies because they, they got the dude out early. <laughs> dude got stiff arm in the face early. That young would have been definitely a face mask call in today's NFL. He got laid out and he was gone. And then it was just the ladies left. And the, and the ladies with the widest hips, I'm trying to tell you, they were shutting the shit down. <laughs> They shut the whole joint down. And, uh, you know, it, it was it was a battle to the end for real. We actually had to run the, the, the end back twice because it was it was close. It was like a we needed an instant replay. <laughs> so it was crazy. That shit was like ultimate music chairs. You know, like they had ultimate Frisbee. They had ultimate music chairs out this um, bitch for real. <laughs> but, yeah, man, that joke was funny, man. That joke was good. We had a good time out there. And shout out to Frida for bringing me out there, hiring me as the host. And we had a great time. Everything turned out wonderfully. And, yeah, man, so if y'all need a, if y'all need a funny, cognizant, engaging host <laughs> for your next event, hit me up, man. Okay? Y'all like how I made myself sound real fly right there? <laughs> what I said, funny, cognizant, engaging, I'll be here. I got to come up with some new, I'm going to get some new synonyms next time. Hit y'all with something else, man. But anyway, let me get over to this thing, man. Like I said, on the last one, too, on the last episode, too, I told y'all I was going to start doing fun facts as well. So today's fun fact is actually a, um, actually a very useful, and it's quick, man. It's real quick. It's actually a very useful joint about about the weed industry this this night, you know, in, in in today's day. You know what I'm saying? Right now, or recently, on September 12th, uh, the Manhattan District Attorney in New York threw out 3,000-plus cases involving possession and smoking of marijuana. And of that 3,000 cases, 79% of the cases were non-white people. Ain't that crazy? 79%. <laughs> I mean, shit, we all know that everybody be smoking. How the hell 79% was non-white? That's outrageous. And then, of the 3,000, 46% of those cases were people under 25 years old. And so this is a big win, man, because that basically, it clears out a lot of shit that would have been holding these people back socially, career-wise, all this kind of stuff to get this shit erased off their record. So hopefully they get to some of them, got it early enough. Hopefully it'll come off with some people that's been still making moves anyway now that whatever that little in, in uh, that little hindrance was related to that, it will get cleared up, man. Because that, that's a big win. That shit needs to be nationwide. 
And that's your fun fact of the day. That's a serious fun fact, but it's a useful fun fact, all that good shit. So make sure if you know some cousins or something like that that was on paper, okay, make sure they go and check with their people. If they on probation and all this shit, make sure they go check to see if they was in that pool. The people that's getting, you know, they got that shit clear, dead ass y'all, okay? So y'all do that, man. And then, of course, we got this week in the, the caucasity. <laughs> like I told y'all, the last one, man, you know, I'll start running through with the, you know, this week in the caucasity. I do the caucasity, and to be fair, I also do the blackacity as well. So that's when people are being audacious when they're Caucasian and when they're being audacious when they're black, okay? But this week, I'm going to do a combined Caucasity and blackacity situation because basically with this whole recent thing with Bill Cosby getting uh, finally getting sent to jail for the rape allegations that he got charged with and then the dismissive and victim shaming posturing that the United States Congress has had in regards to soon to be Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh has basically showed that everybody is a whole mess when it comes to rape allegations and how they feel about it and who they believe and who they don't. And it's just been a big ass crazy fuck fuckery fest, basically. That's all it is, right? And the reason I say it's soon to be is because they came up with this thing and they're talking about they're going to do an FBI investigation on this dude and all this shit. But we all know it's not going to matter, unfortunately. It's not. It's not. It's unfortunate. It's terrible. But we know what the outcome is already going to be. Okay, they going they going they going to still stay with their party lines basically, and for the most part, motherfuckers really still don't be caring, and that shit is so sad and crazy. And I don't even I ain't even gonna really touch on the jump, but the the, the shit is just crazy. You know, the, with the Cosby shit, they got black people talking about. You know, trying to ask, well, why the white predators didn't get, why the white rapists don't get locked up and all this shit. And we all know the answer to that is because the the law is always applied disproportionately. (laughs) Right? That's nothing new. I don't know why everybody acting like that's some new shit. They always going to get the, they always going to hang the black man first. That's always the case. You know what I'm saying? The black one is always the one that's the most magnified. It's always worse when the black people do it. We all know that. Okay? And the laws are written by white people, why white men and only applied to white men when another white man's money is in jeopardy. <laughs> that's, the, that's my personal opinion about it. They can, they above the law until another white man, another rich white guy, or just another white man in general, but like usually a rich white guy, his money is at stake. So if you if you ain't fucking with his money, he don't give a fuck what you doing as a white man. He be like, yeah, live your life. But as soon as something going on with his money, oh, now you're going to get thrown out of the bus, dog. <laughs> they don't fuck with you after that. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, you had a whole bunch of ladies. They had all these people, all these ladies on, um, I think it was on Fox News, talking about how they were upset with the victims who were coming forward with Kavanaugh. They were like, yo, that shit was, you, you know, they were basically calling her a, uh, basically saying that she was just being extra, 
right? And that it wasn't real and all this shit. And the, and the people and the media has been highlighting those interviews just showing these ladies going against the lady, the the the, the various ladies. They were just like, yeah, they don't, we don't care. You know, y'all making it up and it was probably some innocent shit. You know, the boys would be boys shit that I've discussed on this show before. It's crazy, man. So that's why I combined the Caucasian and the Black Ass this week because everybody just fucked up in the game with this whole thing, man. Everybody's showing their ass on this, and it just need to stop. Because I covered, I talked about Bill Cosby before, uh, back on my episode number nine. So if you want to see how I feel about that Bill Cosby stuff, man, go listen to episode number nine, okay? So I ain't going to cover it on this episode because we already t- talked about it too much. It's awful. Fuck all these motherfucking rapists. The end. Okay? Sheesh. So, uh, let's get into it, man. Finally. <laughs> let's get, let's get into the, to the, to the beat of the show, man. And, um, we're going to just go ahead and get right into it. Right with sex. And, um, like I said, ain't no sex. Sheesh. Is, is is that what y'all are doing on the regular? <laughs> Get it? No, see, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm here all night. Uh, tip your bartender, all that good shit. You hear me? But uh, for real, it seems like over the past three years or so, ever since that infamous Janae Aiko or whatever her name is, eat the booty like groceries line, right? Three years ago. That joint was all the rage. Everybody's talking about eating the booty like groceries. And you would think it would have died out by now. But the sentiment, sentiment, hasn't lost any momentum, dog. Like, every time I turn around, eating booty or something, something about a booty, eating the booty or anal sex is like a mandatory reference in all commercial hip-hop. And RB now, and like basically every meme you see on Instagram about some woman being pleased is talking about how the man got to eat the ass. And like, is that what y'all, is that, is that the only way to do life right now? Is eating ass really that exciting for everybody? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, you got, I done seen it for the, for the, 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 the chicks are requesting it from the men, and then they saying that they're men. I'm requesting it from the chicks. And then, you know, of course, with the, you know, with the LGBTQ folks, you know, everybody doing it within that, too. You know what I'm saying? It's just crazy. You know, but I guess, like, everybody is just wanting to get the ass ate out all day. Like, that's weird. <laughs> Actually, let me take that back. It's not weird. The 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 seemingly, uh, what do you call the word? Like, the influx or whatever it is. It's like so much hype around it. The the act itself, I guess, is weird, but it's it's just it's weird that everybody's like on board with this thing. Like you never heard it before, right? Or like it's a new thing. It's not a new thing. Like why is everybody so hyped? It's just like when they can't when when on insecure that show insecure when they when they said fuck boy on there. Like the next couple of months and even till now, like everybody just starts saying fuck boy, fuck boy, fuck boy. Like it just came out. Nah, that shit been out. <laughs> so like now I'm like. Y'all just found out about anal sex or eating ass? Like, people been doing that for for centuries. <laughs> but, yeah, man, I like, it's just weird that everybody's so, like, all, all over this shit right now. Oh, that's another one. I need to put, like, some kind of, some kind of comic drum, drum kick in there. 
all over that shit. But anyway, um, yeah. So I on personally, I honestly only do that shit upon request, okay? Because I personally feel like the vagina just feels like ten times better. So I ain't gonna waste my strokes on anal. Like, come on, dog. Like, not if I, not if it's up to me. But you know, over the years, I've obliged these requests. Like I said, I only do it upon request. I'm never like wake up and be like, mm mm mm. <sighs> I can't wait to eat some ass today and and do anal. No, I know I don't. I never woken up like that. Never rolled over and be like, mm hmm. I know the pussy's there, but mm, that ass though. No, no, so it, it, it's just not my style. <laughs> See what I'm saying? And then. Like I said, over the years, I've obliged these requests, right? But the crazy part is that usually the ladies don't really be about that life when it's time to real life take that entry push, okay? Now, they didn't, especially if they ain't never done it before, or even if they have sometimes, but if they ain't never done it before, they be, you know, they be gone off the Henny or the margaritas or the whatever they be drinking, the Ciroc Berry or whatever it is. Okay, and they, they be hyped up talking about, yeah, we gonna do this anal, you know, put it in my butt and all this shit. And they be and the head get there, and they turn to the big bad wolf, <laughs> turn to the big bad wolf with all that huffing and puffing and howling and all kinds of shit. Goddamn! <laughs> I say, hey, don't be scared now, shot. That's what you said you want, right? This ain't this ain't no anal plug. This ain't no beads. This ain't the anal beads, the little stick. Ain't none of that shit, boo-boo. Oh, that's another one. <laughs> ain't none of that shit. This is the dick dick. Okay? That's what everybody's saying now, right? The double word, this is the dick dick right here. Okay? So shit. You know, don't don't be talking that shit and then you punk out. <laughs> Get it today. <laughs> But for real, man, make sure y'all have some lube. Lube is very important with anal for most people. You know what I'm saying? Let, unless they pros, unless they like, they just there. Yeah. Unless they pros, you're going to make sure you get the lube and plenty of towels on deck. Okay? Because it could be a whole messy show back there from my experience. You know what I'm talking about? Like, it don't always be a, a nice, neat. It, if y'all be watching that porn, don't. Don't think that's how anal go all the time. It ain't it ain't like that. They show you in the porn. Don't be believing everything you see on porn too, by the way. Y'all people out there that be thinking you can do the porn shit or that the porn shit feel good because a lot of that shit just for the camera, okay? And they do take breaks and do different angles and different takes and all that shit. So don't be thinking all that shit you see is real, especially with anal and all that shit. All that shit be a, a real life situation. <laughs> All right, and, and fellas, unless they tell you otherwise, always put it in slow. Okay, always, always put the put it put it in slow. No matter what, because listen, the anus is just not as elastic as the vagina. Period. It's a real simple situation. It's a real simple biology. You know what I'm talking about? Just just, just go slow. Take it easy. You know, once you're in there, you can do whatever you want. But that first jump, because the major part is the head. I'm just trying to tell you right now. Okay, for most for most for the most part. So make sure y'all you know and don't never say cousin cornbread ain't never told you nothing give you no good advice. (laughs) 
But look, one thing I have figured out that's um that's a benefit from doing anal the anal squirt. Okay. Now that shit is awesome. It'd be like a surprise. Okay. So because I'm pro squirt. Now everybody isn't a fan of squirting. I am. So if if, if y'all doing anal and then she squirt from the pussy from that, oh man. <laughs> That don't be like, hey, you be like, hey, you be doing a tussie roll back there, man. Shit, it's like when the old prices, right, when they go behind door number one and you don't know what it is. They be like, a new car. You be like, oh, shit. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> That's what it's like. If you get that anus work, woo. Feel that, feel the, uh, man, no, I'm like, I ain't even gonna describe it. But yeah. So yeah, man, I mean, shit. And another thing I found out from the ladies, you know, that be messing with dudes, is that y'all dudes really like this pegging, okay? P-E-G, peg. Y'all like this pegging out here in the streets. You know, so do what you do. I mean, if you don't know what pegging is, look it up. I mean, you only, and I'll just tell you, I mean, basically it's, a, it's like an anal plug or a dildo, I guess, in some cases, <clears throat> and the man wants to get hit in the butt with it, okay? And and that's what they're doing in the streets. And a lot of ladies, like, yeah, and a lot of ladies are into it, apparently, with their man. Like, they like hitting their man in the butt with a dildo or anal plug, you know what I'm saying? So, pegging is, is, is the new shit in these streets. I don't know, man. Between pegging and these skinny jeans, I don't know what's going on with y'all dudes, man. I, like, I personally, you know, you live your life. Live your best life. It's just going to be a no for me personally, dog. Okay? Um, and I be like, man, like, hey, chip, Tamika, chill. Tamika, I'm not the Mario. Okay? <laughs> I don't want nothing in my butt, y'all. You hear me? Y'all put something in my butt, we're going to have a misunderstanding. Is already we have a misunderstanding, and it's gonna be some furniture moving. <laughs> okay, sheesh. But anyway, man, y'all live y'all little best booty play lives out here. Okay, and, and more power to you. You know, keep it moving. You know, live your best life. Just be careful. Be careful. Bring lube. Keep plenty of towels, and um, that's it. Some Epsom salt. Keep some Epsom salt on deck as well. Okay. Because some of y'all going to be sore, man. It's, it's not a game out here. <laughs> but listen, that's enough on anal sex, okay? We're going to just go straight into it, man. We're going to get out of that. We're going to get straight to this travel, okay? next The next topic on sex travel, sports food podcast with your cousin, favorite cousin, Cornbread, man. One thing I've been seeing um, lately, like I said, is a lot of people going to Bali, Indonesia, B-A-L-I. Everybody been going to Bali lately. All the travelers, you know, I follow people. I know a bunch of people that everybody traveling these days. You know, that's whole, that's the whole movement, I guess, quote unquote. And um, a lot of these quote unquote influencers uh, on social media are going to Bali lately and just taking all the best pictures they can and uh, and stunting on everybody. And I just feel like Bali is the new spot this year. Like Dubai has been over the past like five, six years. Everybody started going to Dubai. They got Groupon. They got everything. You go to Dubai for the low low, right? So everybody figured it out now. Everybody living their best life in Dubai. And I do black. <laughs> in Bali, 
And, uh, you know, we got all the black girl magicians. You know what I'm saying? They live in their whole best group travel life. And all the Nigerian cryptocurrency and Forex scammers flying over there taking pictures in gold tubs and hanging out with tigers and shit. And you're like, all right, what the hell going on in Bali? Did I miss the... Did I miss the giveaway? I missed the, the ticket giveaway to Bali. Okay. Somebody give me a ticket to Bali immediately. Okay. Guess I'm going to have to put it on my list for 2020. What year is this? 2018? Yeah. 2020, I can go over there. I'm probably going to be broke 2019. I got like two trips, I think. I may end up having to pay. Now, I could probably fit Bali in there. Maybe the end of the year around this time next year. We'll see. Y'all make sure y'all stay on me in there. If you got any kind of Bali information, make sure you slide it to your man's cousin Cornbread. Okay. But the crazy thing, man, is that recently in Bali, because I pay attention to a lot of the international news, right? And so they had a huge earthquake in Indonesia where Bali is. And um, the earthquake, it was a tsunami that was caused by earthquake. And then the tsunami combined with the earthquake killed 800 plus people. And I was like, damn. I guess I'm not going to Bali. <laughs> scratch Bali off the itinerary, okay? Y'all can scratch that off for real. But apparently, I looked at the the place, the spot where the, earth, the tsunami hit is 200 miles north of where Bali is in Indonesia. And I was like, man, look, you know, like the, the black people say, white Jesus spared us this time. Okay, look, hallelujah. <laughs> Try to tell you, man, Jesus looked out for all the Bali trip planners who had their group trips planned that was going to have to shut that shit down otherwise because that, that tsunami was serious, right? 800 people died. That's crazy. And like I like told y'all, I like to get fun facts sometimes. I got a little intermittent fun fact about earthquakes, okay? Did y'all know that earthquakes, we have 900,000 mini earthquakes every year, over 900,000. That's crazy. And they register 2.5 or less on the Richter scale. So basically the Richter scale goes to like 2.5 to 8 is like the range where they do the measurements at, right? The 2.5 is, under that is you kind of don't feel shit. So that's why we it's all these and we never really feel it. But then above 8 is like, yeah, everybody died, okay? <laughs> like everybody, every. You got to say it like that, everybody died, shit, when it's an 8. And this motherfucking joint that was over there in Indonesia was 7.5 on the Richter scale. So that don't shut everything down. And uh, But it's crazy because you, you just see 200 miles north, everybody dying. 200 miles south, everybody living their best life. They on a catamaran, toasting champagne, doing keg stands, just living it up. The world crazy, man. Think about that. <laughs> 200 back in the same country. They might have caught a, a a connection or some shit in the other spot. And 800 motherfuckers dead, and they out here just chilling, man, taking jumps for the gram, being an influencer and living their life, man. That shit crazy. <laughs> but, yeah, man, we got to go to Bali, man. I want to see what's over there in Bali, see what's popping. Now, since I know I don't have to fear uh, any kind of ty- typhoon, not a typhoon, tsunamis and all that. Maybe a typhoon, too. I don't need to fear a t- uh, typhoon either, right? Shit. <laughs> But yeah, man, get y'all passport again. I always promote this. If you don't have a passport, you're listening to this, go get a passport. I don't care if you're going to Bali or not. 
if you go into Canada, you go into Mexico, wherever, just get a passport real quick. You never know. It's cheap. And another thing, motherfuckers don't understand. It's cheap to get flat to go international for the most part. It's just, or it's not. I'm gonna say cheap. It's just as as expensive to to do on trips domestically as it is to go internationally. You know what I'm saying? So if you have the interest to go internationally, don't think that the cost is going to be prohibitive for you. Okay, check those specials, man. Get on get on them sites. Groupon. Uh, is living social still out? I don't even know, but stuff like that. It's all kinds of shit. It's all kinds of apps and all this stuff. Hopper, they track a whole bunch of fares and all that. Expedia has uh, specials. Southwest Airlines got specials because they fly some international locations now. Go check that shit out, man. Get your ass out of the United States of America. The divided states of America at this point. The shithole country. <laughs> Y'all man Trump be wilder lately, for real. I mean, not lately, but Really, he just be on one, for real. But anyway, get the travel on, okay? And stay away from the damn tsunami. The end. <laughs> so let me see what else we got, man. It's sports, man. Like I said, we're going to talk about Tiger Woods, man. Um, Tiger, I, you know, I never watched golf. I think golf is like one of the most ridiculous things that they ever televised as far as sports besides archery. So it goes... Golf, archery, and um, what's that other jump they do with the, actually, not shuffleboard, what you call it, um, with the ice that they slide on. God damn, I can't even think of the name of it. But uh, curling, curling is another one that's crazy. I can't watch curling on TV for some reason either. Even though in the Olympics, it do be lit. They, it be, they be getting the curling in. When they, when they be mopping the ice in front of that big-ass stone, and then go down there, that don't actually do be there. I'm going to take that back. So, basically, don't watch archery or golf on TV. Baseball is very boring on TV to me, too. I go to a baseball game, but I can't watch that shit on TV at all. I mean, you might as well. Sheesh. That joint is an instant snooze fest for me. <laughs> Until it's the World Series. That's the only time I watch baseball on TV, the World Series. But anyway, man. But Tiger Woods, man. Y'all man's Tiger Woods. Finally. After a five-year drought, came back and won a major, a PGA major. Ain't that crazy? Five years, he ain't won nothing. Came back, won a PGA major, and he has the second most wins of all time at 80 wins, 8-0. And this is the crazy part about that. He ain't won in five years. Like I said, he ain't won, he ain't won shit. All these other motherfuckers been winning. He couldn't even make the cut in a lot of these joints because he had all these surgeries and all this shit. And they was like, yo, this man is trash now. He washed up. He ain't going to be able to do shit. He ain't going to be able to come back from the surgeries, his wife beating his ass, uh, his pill addiction, all that shit he had to deal with. And he came back and won number 80. And he's still second place <laughs> behind Jack Nicholson. That's crazy, man. That just show you how dominant this dude was or is, I guess. But he definitely... Between him and Serena, man, they be just they just been killing it in those in their respective sports. Ain't nobody been able to touch them. Period. The most dominant two players that I've seen in any sport. For real. Shit is crazy. Even and even though Tiger Woods, you know, I'm I'm super pro blackity black. And even though Tiger Woods don't rep for the black people, um, 
with his black ass name, Eldrick. I didn't know that was his name for real. Eldrick, that's the blackest name ever. <laughs> that's a black ass American name. I don't know where that name came from, if it's some kind of international shit somewhere else and they use it for non-blacks, but that's the blackest American name he could have besides Draymond. <laughs> Y'all know how I feel about Draymond Green if you listen to this show. That's my favorite black black name in the world, Draymond. Draymond Green. You know ain't nothing but black showing up when he pull up. <laughs> that's my man's though, but... uh. Yeah, man, this, this Tiger Woods story was crazy to me because he came back from so much adversity, and he just never stopped, man. When I've been in the gym lately or just lately in life, man, I'd be like, man, just don't stop. Don't quit. You know, you got to, like, persevere through or whatever. And whatever you're doing, you're in the, working out, you're in your career, and whatever you're doing, man, whatever you want to do, just go do that shit and don't stop. Just keep going. Like, and y'all's bad. I mean, even though he, he did this with us, about a billion dollars, so it's a little bit easy. <laughs> you still gotta have that mental fortitude to do that shit, man, for real. So don't give up, man. Keep that, keep that I'm not gonna surrender attitude with you in everything you do. You know what I'm saying? Stay in your ground like a Florida man, like a white Florida man. Stay in your ground. <laughs> for real. Shit, Tiger Woods' wife got him for 110 million. Plus $54 million in property. I looked it up, man. God damn. I'm like, man. Sheesh. I need to be a white lady, man. I need to be a cute white uh, female model so I can get this money from these bamas, man. Because they be taking this money. <laughs> and these dudes be willingly giving up the money just because they, be, they got these cute. Because these joints be cute. <laughs> Millions. That's crazy. Because I always tell people if I was a chick, man, if I was a cute chick, I'd be the gold digging this. Wouldn't care. I wouldn't care, man. Get the money. Who cares what somebody think? Shoot, y'all crazy. You got your choice. Why wouldn't you choose money? Now, now that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> Who wouldn't go like, y'all goofy? Shit. I, I had all the gold digging, and then I had my uh my little side joints on the side. Real easy. Play the game, y'all. Play the game. Somebody said it's going to be the game a long time ago. Because as long as you know the game in life, that's all that really matters in real life. All your... Being smart and being resourceful and all this shit, those things are necessary in some form or fashion, but in real life, you just got to know how to play whatever game it is that you need to play to get what you want. You need to have the right connection, number one. And then the rest of it, just gaming the system, man. Whatever system it is, you got to get out of it. But y'all out here, man, sheesh. Y'all be out here getting married, doing all this stuff that broke, Bob. <laughs> Men and women marrying all these broke people. Nah, man. Shit. Marriage is a business, dog. These lawyers, the court system, everybody making money off of that marriage. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, and y'all out here losing money and property deeds and shit because y'all got, because y'all in love giving Eskimo kisses and shit. <laughs> That's what y'all, you done lost your whole house because of an Eskimo kiss, dog. God damn it. Your whole life savings down the drain. Because <laughs> y'all want to be out here doing butterfly Eskimo kisses, whatever y'all be doing, man. So y'all stop that shit. Get your life together. You hear me? They, what, they, what the ladies call it? Dating with a purpose. Yeah, man. That's what I be doing. I be the most purposeful gold digger motherfucker ever. <laughs> For real, y'all. But look, let me get over here to this food, okay? Sex, travel, sports, food with your host cousin, Cornbread. And once again, 
we go through all the topics, man. And so on food for this episode, um, I wanted to talk about group dinners with y'all, man. Okay. Um, it just was something that's on my mind. Cause I got, I've been getting invited to a lot of group birthday and, uh, graduation, new, you know, my gender reveals and all this kind of shit. And, um, you know, everybody, when, every time you go to a group dinner, okay, everybody always, when you go to a restaurant, everybody always swears that they can cook something better than whatever the hell the restaurant is offering, okay? And I be like, why are we even talking about this right now? You know, this that's one of my major pet peeves in addition to the inevitable bill split with the penny pitchers at the end, right? So you got the penny pinchers who only get a water with extra lemon and they only had garlic butter air, okay? Garlic butter and, 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 and extra lemon water, that's all they had. So they don't feel like they need to pay nothing, right? That's one extreme. Then you got the other extreme, which is the motherfucker who drank up all the margaritas, eat all the crab legs, the crab legs, all the steak, all the Ciroc berry, everything, and they be like, fuck it, we all going to split it. But, of course, they going to come out on top because they done drank up and ate up all the good shit. And now your ass in there paying $75 for some chicken fingers because <laughs> they want to split the bill and everybody agreed to it. Right? But anyway, let me, let, me, let, me, let me refocus. So now you got the motherfuckers that go, and they swear they can make everything better, right? They go, this ain't homemade. If I made this in my kit, if I make this, it'll be 10 times better, blah, 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 blah. So what? So what it ain't homemade? You knew you was coming to a restaurant. If you wanted homemade, you should have bought your little thermos or your little, what you call it, your lunchbox or something, okay? They'll don't come. Go home, motherfucker, right? Don't come all the way over here and talk about how the shit ain't home. Well, you already knew that, though. <laughs> and it might be. It, everything, every restaurant don't have uh, pre-made meals and frozen shit or whatever. They might have a chef back there cooking meals to order. A lot of restaurants do. And they're using the same ingredients you use. <laughs> what do you think they're using that you that you not using or vice versa? What do you think you using that they don't have or that they using some kind of phony version of? Come on, shout it. It's the same food. It's just a chef cooking it instead of your black ass. <laughs> right? I don't understand, man. But, but I don't understand why y'all do that. I ain't going to even say black. Because I don't heard, I don't been around non-blacks that do the same thing. I ain't even going to put that all on my black folks. But, you know, I hang out with my, Usually when I see this situation, it be with my, my peoples, you know what I'm saying? That, that generalization that I'm going to make based on my personal experience, you know what I'm talking about? So, yeah, man, I mean, it's just, you know, people always act like they can cook better. you like, well, nah, motherfucker, like, people make nasty food at their house all the time. <laughs> just because you make it at your little house doesn't mean it's going to be good. Just because it's homemade doesn't mean it's going to be good. So... Why y'all always talking about this, right? You probably made some nasty shit before too, and you just ain't had, you just couldn't send it back. <laughs> you gonna send that shit back to yourself? You know what I'm talking about? It's crazy. And if you a top chef, you should probably open a restaurant. How about that? Why you ain't do that yet? You wasting your time out here, Michelle. You wasting your time in HR. You should be out here opening up Shelly Shell's home style cooking restaurant. Okay, home style 
bistro or whatever you want to call it, Shelly Shells from HR, okay? Because apparently you're going to shut the shit down with your meatloaf because your meatloaf 10 times better than this meatloaf or whatever. Man, y'all be killing me with that, Joe. So stop that shit, okay? And then I got another question about that, man. Oh, who the hell came up with the term scratch when you describing homemade food? <laughs> scratch doesn't, I don't know. It does. It never rang. It never kind of like sat well with me. Um, what the hell does scratch have to do with anything? You don't go down the scratch aisle at the grocery store and then magically make a meal. You go buy ingredients and you follow a recipe, whether you wrote it down or your grandma told you or you just improvising and you just winging it or whatever you're doing. But none of this shit has anything to do with scratch. <laughs> like, what the hell does scratch have to do with anything? I'm just like, I'm a stickler for words, right? And um, I guess maybe I'm overthinking it. I'm sure I am. I overthink a lot of things. But scratch just doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't tie out to me. Like, I never be like, mm-mm-mm. Like, you made this from scratch. Mm-mm, I don't like that word. We need to come up with a different terminology for that shit, man. <laughs> oh, and then, by the way, for everybody who who knows I'm a stickler for words, I asked on the last episode why they call soft drinks soft drinks, and y'all actually pulled up with the information. I appreciate y'all, man, for real. That was very, I like that. Y'all, I got, I got about 10 responses. From folks telling me why it was called soft drinks because it's the opposite of hard liquor. I'm like, oh, okay. That makes perfect sense. Because <laughs> I was really trying to figure out. I mean, I guess I could have looked it up and not been lazy, but y'all let me be lazy and I appreciate that. You know what I'm talking about? So, and that actually means that y'all listening and y'all engaging, y'all interacting. I like that shit. Keep that same energy for all the rest of these episodes. And if you ain't heard nothing else, Go back and listen to all the previous episodes. This is episode number 20, y'all. If you ain't caught up, go listen to the other 19. <laughs> you got time. Most of them under an hour. So you, got, you got plenty of time while you bluffing like shit on the treadmill, while you waiting for the bus or sitting in. If you live in the D.C. area where we live, where I live at, um, you going to be sitting in traffic, so just go ahead and get in there. While you, while you sitting in traffic on 495, 295, uh, where else y'all be on? Uh, Father Hurley Boulevard or whatever that is out there on 270. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, yeah, so I appreciate that, man. I appreciate all everybody that's been engaging, listening, feedback, all that good stuff. Got me straight on this soft drink joint. And uh, I'm going to get up out of here, man, for real. That was it right there. That was sex, travel, sports, food, all four topics. We hit them all, man. So I appreciate y'all for listening once again. Favorite cousin, cousin Cornbread. <laughs> Y'all Bamas, make sure y'all go and subscribe to this podcast, man. I need y'all to go and subscribe on uh, whatever platform you're listening on. So you can you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, which is different from iTunes, by the way. So if you use iTunes to look at, I mean, to listen to, if you don't use iTunes to listen to your music and you use Spotify or Tidal or whatever, Google Play or whatever, you can still use Apple Podcasts as the app to listen to your favorite podcast like mine okay <laughs> so yeah man go subscribe to my podcast though so you can get an alert every time one come up hit that subscription button apple podcast or stitcher 
is another one that a lot of people use Stitcher to listen to podcasts, especially a lot of Droid users. Um, Google Play, Our Heart Radio, SoundCloud, YouTube, and a few other ones. All right. So you can go listen to those joints on there, subscribe on there, leave a review, leave a star, whatever you're going to do. All right. And share it with your friends. And then let y'all know something, man. I'm giving away $10 gift cards in October to eight different people that I'll pick randomly from my subscribers list on all those different platforms. So this free money is coming to y'all, man. You can get you a whole four for four from Wendy's with this money, okay? You can get a Chick-fil-A combo with cheese and you can get the deluxe junk with the lettuce and tomato on it with this money. Or if you on your health kick or vegan or whatever, you can get this beet and celery juice with this money. That's $10 in your pocket for free. So go subscribe now if you haven't and uh, on whatever platform you want. And I'll enter you into the drawing. So what you need to do is go subscribe, send me a screenshot of whatever platform you subscribed on showing that you subscribe with your screen name and your name and all this stuff and your email address. And I'm going to give away two per week. All right, we got four weeks in October. I'm going to give away two per week. That's going to be eight. You understand me? So, and if you already subscribed to my podcast, you still send your join in too, okay? Still send it to me because I ain't going to leave you out because you already subscribed before I said this, all right? Because Cousin Cornbread cares. You hear what I'm talking about? We fair out here. <laughs> so, like I said, man, if you haven't subscribed, go subscribe. If you already subscribed, I appreciate you. Send me the screenshot in my DM on Facebook Messenger or um, or email it to me at cousincornbread at gmail.com. All right, cousincornbread, all spelled correctly with C's, cousincornbread, one word, at gmail.com. All right? And if you don't win, in the first, in the first two giveaways, I'm going to keep your name in the hat, and you'll still be on for the next draw in the next week. All right? I ain't going to leave you out. You hear what I'm trying to, trying to make it as fair as possible for everybody that's participating and listening. You know what I'm talking about? So, once again, remember to log on www.cousincornbread.com to keep up on everything, man, including this podcast, the Sex Travel Sports Food Podcast, any events I'm going to be at or I'm hosting. Uh, check out the new merchandise, new T-shirts and stuff down there on, the same, on that page. Uh, my YouTube page is linked off of there. I got real estate tips on there as well. So FYI, I'm a realtor in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. So if you want to, when I'm not on here clowning for y'all and talking trash and all this and doing doing what I do on here, I'm selling that. I'm out here selling this real estate, okay? So if you want a knowledgeable and entertaining home buying experience, <laughs> hit me up, man. I'm actually very good. I clown on here, but I'm I'm dead ass serious when it comes to this business. You know what I'm saying? Getting this real estate popping. Okay? And uh, you can follow my Instagram page for the real estate as well at LiveDC. At LiveDC. L-I-V-E-D-C. Okay? So, yeah. That's going to be it, man. We're going to get y'all up out of here, man. Appreciate y'all again. And I'm going to leave y'all with my same three keys to life that I end every show with, man. Number one. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Number two, always make a plan or you'll always work for somebody who did have a plan. <laughs>
And number three, don't drink and drive. You might spill some. Log out.